It's what we do, baby! This is Race Wars. Race Wars. I have the power! Yeah! How's it feel? With Kurt Metzger. You're out of your fucking mind, dude. And Sherrod Small. Settle down, bitch. Race Wars. Uh, Race Wars. Yep. was in the building. Uh, John's mom just joined us for a second. She's a sweetie. What a sweetie. There's Eli. Yeah, okay. So we got a, we got a packed show. It's Race Wars. Uh, I got good news today that uh, New York State is going to open up uh, indoor dining uh, September 30th at 25%. So that's good news for uh, stand-up comics. Yep. Because, you know, we can't be far behind any indoor performers and, uh, you know, stand-up. So... That sounds like good news. Maybe a week or two later, they'll do 50%. Then after that, we'll be back, you know, rolling, rolling with the homies, as they say in the movie Clueless. <laughs> Hi. What's up, Is he like, where you, you calling? Have you been kidnapped? Nigga, where you at? <laughs> yeah, I clicked the wrong damn thing. Y'all had, a, y'all had a link for the damn Google meeting thing first, and I clicked on Karen that. Karen messed up today. Karen thought she yes. did everything right. She uh, did everything wrong. No, she didn't. I guarantee she did everything Zoom wrong. Yeah, the Zoom link come with, like, the Zoom link comes with another link. Like, Google's always trying to, like, play Zoom on their Sherrod, intentionally like, misled me. Okay, well, you're here now, Eli. How you holding up, Eli? Doing great, dude. Good, good. Everybody good in your family? Nobody died? That Southern oh, accent no, tells no, me no. that y'all had some fatalities in that family. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says COVID got us good like that accent. <laughs> huh? Can you hear me? Anybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But everybody's good in your family in the South? Oh, yeah, dude. Everyone, no one's dying from COVID. Uh, they're dying going out and fighting the counter protesters in Portland. Oh, that's what they're doing. Yeah, that white trash family of yours. That goddamn white trash family. Think they want a fucking Blue Lives Matter t shirts? Ah, they bug me. <laughs> Have you been watching some of the protests in Portland? It's been getting, uh, it's been getting heavy-handed out there, man. It's, what, a hundred and something days of protests every night? Oh, yeah, that rolls, dude. Yeah, what's your... <laughs> <laughs> so what's your perspective on that? Are you, what, whose side are you on? I hear what your family's thinking. What do you think? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, in, I'm Team Antifa, baby. Antifa? <laughs> Nigga, you think that's a black girl in Queens? You've <laughs> 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 got a room you can play. <laughs> uh, you asshole. But, you know, Trump came out and said, you know, that he's law and order. He's the law, law and order president. So, and he's trying to squelch all that stuff in, Pro- in Portland. People can't protest no more. What do you, what do you stand on that, John? Are you with that, John? I mean, no. I mean, I think it's ridiculous. I mean, uh, the law and order president, that motherfucker is the 30 Rock president for all, for all <laughs> I know right now. And this dude is... is 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 so crazy and i'm a and and, and most of you listeners know i'm a lifelong republican too um, yeah we can tell that's how filipinos are so confused they don't know what side they on <laughs> you're just like manny pacquiao you hate the gays and you're republican <laughs> the filipino what are y'all doing over there you got good chefs but other than that your politics stinks <laughs> yeah we got money though uh <laughs> yeah, some do some do not the ones on 90 Day Fiance. They don't. No, that bitch does not have it. No, and her breath was stinking. That ain't the rich ones, huh? <laughs> yeah, she's with my boy. No, no. I, like I really, listen, listen, the protests, I mean, people need an, uh, they need an outlet to speak. And I think it's, you know, listen, there, there's always going to be a little bit of, there's going to be a shakeup. There's going to be looting. There's going to be some violence every time that we have change. Um, you know, I, I saw that cartoon that was posted a couple of uh, uh about decades ago about Martin Luther King and says that all the, yes. pe- all the protests are going to be peaceful. And yeah. 
They were it's saying just, the same shit, man. They were saying yeah, the same it's, shit. Yeah, it's so crazy. Like, uh, there needs to be a change. I mean, there are the, the countless number of lives. They are printing shirts. They are reprinting Black Lives Matter shirts because all of the black people that are getting shot changes every single day. Because more people get shot. And it's always hilarious when white people bring up Martin Luther King Jr. because they killed him too. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, he was peaceful. So, yeah, And he was happened? some peaceful, peaceful is peaceful. And they shot him too. So that shit don't matter. Hold up, Sherrod, you think that people were actually going to, like, I guess it makes sense that on the surface you think, oh, Trump's the law and order guy. He's the guy that'll come in and, and stop these things. I think that He's America's not. smarter than that. I think they realize I hope that so. Joe Biden actually will, and I'm not even saying it's good that things will cool down under Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. But I think that people will realize that things will settle down at least a little bit. If Like, even, even right-wing people who, the, their biggest problem is they don't want to be annoyed. They'll be like, okay, if I put Biden in, I will be less annoyed by this chaos. Mm -hmm. But it depends on if they're making money. If you're making money, you'll deal with being annoyed. <laughs> if you're making some cashola, you'll be like this. I can be annoyed. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm making money. Average, I'm talking about average middle America voter. But yeah, but people vote with their pockets, man. They always have. Yeah, but Biden's not going to take their money. Like, I mean, if, if really think that Biden is Bernie and is going to take all their money, then sure. But I don't think they're that stupid. I hope not. I hope not. I didn't think they was that stupid to even put us in this position. But, you know, you're yeah, always yeah, surprised right? by how dumb <laughs> somebody might be. <laughs> but you see this Woodward thing came out, this interview that he had with Trump. And Trump was talking about the virus back in February, saying the virus was super deadly. But he played it down to an American people. But to uh, Bill Woodward, he told the truth. And, uh, yeah, so a lot of people died. 200,000 people dead from it now. So do you think he was wrong for not telling the American people the, the facts right up front? About what? Does anybody speak English about he, the, the, the coronavirus? He, he, he made he made a bet, right? And he was like, look, I can either bet that this is going to be bad or make or try to provide in case it's bad, or I can try to call it, right? The way that people like try to call the election and then feel so smug afterwards. He tried to call it and he was like, I'm going to be so fucking smug. I'm going to feel better than everybody. I'm just going to call it right now. It's not going to be that bad. You guys are hyperventilating for no fucking reason. And he was somewhat wrong. Like people are yeah. dying. It wasn't what they Somewhat said. Somewhat wrong. He be. was way off. He was way but off. Two hundred thousand people died. It could have yeah, been a lot less people if he all reacted. The projections were so much worse than that that I can kind of understand why he thought that he might err on that side. But it's just like it's like you know the death penalty. In my opinion, is wrong because if you even get one innocent person, then the whole thing has to go. It's like that with Corona. Yeah. Like if you have all these people dying, right? Even if it's not what they said it was going to be, then you're in the wrong to not like really. Like, to, to, you're, you're wrong to not count on the worst case. You're America's dad. You're in charge. The buck stops with you. And he's like, I'm the law and order president. But all the not law and order that you see now is under your presidency. So you're not the law yeah. and order president. This is your fault. Yeah. It's, uh, he only bought title only. Go ahead. 100% cosign. Karen is right. She's terrible at inviting someone to Zoom, but she's <laughs> otherwise. I mean, I think the law and order line, the law and order line really goes. It's, it's trying to get that that blue union vote. I mean, it's try, you're, they're trying to get yeah, the cop right. vote. They're trying to get that. It's, but in his attempts, you think in his attempts to try to get these votes, is he dividing us more as a nation? Absolutely. Wait, Trump? Definitely. Yeah. 
because oh, he Trump knows he knows he's not going to get a bunch of mild votes, right? Like he's not going to get like a ricotta cheese vote of like this will do. This is like a nice flavorless cheese, and I'll just go for it. He's going to get only like he's going to get the blue cheese vote. You know, like I like this stinky ass cheese. I'm like all about it. He yeah. needs people who are completely all about him because he knows people on the fence are going to be like, I don't really know. Like, do you know what I mean? He needs yeah. to polarize people to win because that's the only people who vote for him are like so into him. That was a stay at home. The stay at home vote. That's what won him. That's what won him. What, what do you mean? The didn't want to go and vote, vote for Hillary. Mm -hmm. But I think that what that, that blue wave that hit that took over Congress, that was a, that was a wake up call to the Trump campaign. That was like, well, we need to start going to our, our, our Gorgonzola population. And get <laughs> but yeah, do you think he has a chance? So what do you, how do you see this playing out in November? I mean, the election's only about 50 days away. It's I either mean, way. I think anyone who thinks that they know is crazy. Like, I have no idea. Yeah. I could see literally either, I could see either of them get crushed. I could see either of them win by a tiny margin. Honestly, I, I think know. that the worst thing to happen right now is polls. Because polls can say whatever you want. People aren't really honest. People aren't going to tell a random stranger outside of a no. shopping mall yeah. that they're going to yeah. vote for Trump. There's so much stigma with that. Definitely so not white people. Polls white give people, people so much. But Sharadi, do you remember four years ago when like Hillary was leading by this huge margin? People yeah. were like, we're good. That's it. She's going to win. Yep. And then it was just not at all what we thought because people don't really fucking tell pollsters. <laughs> the yeah, even exit truth. polls. Even exit polls on your way out of voting. No. They don't tell the truth. White people, that's the last thing they want to tell you is what they politically hate fucking believe. What kind of a fucking nerd answers a poll, though? Have y'all ever done a poll? <laughs> I've done a couple polls. I've been <laughs> bored and high. Right? I've done I've a done survey and making sure that I get a free appetizer on my next visit. <laughs> Wait, you're finding out what like what the percentage of people fucking nerdy enough to sit through a fucking poll who they will vote well, you know for. people they used to call you on your home they yeah. used to call on your phone and they'd be like this we're taking a poll for blah 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 and sometimes you go like this don't call here no more and sometimes you go like this i'm high enough to listen go ahead what you got <laughs> i would right. fuck with them i would intentionally fuck with them anyway well someone yeah, something. Me yesterday and they were like hi i'm so and so from whatever whatever um, on a scale of one through five, with one being the most Trumpy and five being the most Biden-y, where are you voting? No, there was one being definitely Trump and five being definitely Biden. And I was like, it's definitely none of your business. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, and they wrote down Trump. Because <laughs> <laughs> like that sounds red. <laughs> I mean, we're we have to also remember that we're we're, we're still in this quarantine. Uh, uh, yeah. phase of, of the uh, of the country right. so I mean, the amount of money that's been spent on advertisements alone by the biden campaign is so excessive i mean uh, well biden, biden Trump's fucking ran through a billion dollars right which he's about to use his own money but we're looking at the biggest dnc spend of any presidency and that's how important it is and, and, yeah, and the highways are 50 percent full so it's what? amazing I know, what? but you can't judge it. You can't judge it on, they're just playing to win. You can't judge someone's victory on the fact that they wanted to win. Yeah, that's no. it, John. You, you think about the business aspect of this shit too much, John. You're just <laughs> booking. It's, you're John wants Trump to win. You're not, you're not booking president. <laughs> if he pan around in his yard, you'll see a Trump fucking <laughs> banner. <laughs> Put it down. Put it down. Is there can I, you can I ask you something, John? What is it about the Republican? And I'm not, this is a real question. Like, I don't care what you do. But what is it about the Republican platform that attracts you most of the time? 
Well, because I believe in smaller government. I don't believe in a federal government. I'll be honest. I don't think actually this really changed my idea and I'll kind of come full circle. Don't this coronavirus show that we need a strong fucking central government. I'll be on, I'll, I'll be honest with you and your listeners right now. I'm going to be, <laughs> no, I haven't just voted with, for, just with you. Fuck the <laughs> listeners. Um, this is the first time that I'm actually going to vote in a presidential election uh, since I've been able to vote. And yeah. I'm going to be voting for the Biden and Kamala uh, Harris ticket because I think there's a racial divide right now. And I think we need to see something of color and we need to see, see something progress. Of color? Something of color, like a jacket <laughs> or umbrella. <laughs> I'm a Republican, all right? Like a red light? Motherfucker, what do you mean? What kind of you color? You just see color. You don't even see, you just, you just see color. You don't see gender. Yeah, you don't thing, understand what, what about what, how she worked hard and she's a prosecutor for years no, and no, she's no, no, I need built the, for the, the job the and she's better than Mike Pence. Know, but, and I'll be honest with you, I just, I'm looking at the optics. We look... As 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 a country, we look fucking terrible right now. Our whole uh, my our no, neighborhood terrible to who? I mean, terrible speak to for who? yourself. My Whenever people say foreigners like better. the Europe is laughing at us, we go like this: "Fuck Europe, nigga." <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody not losing sleep because Belgium don't believe in us. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, I just want to have I want to have a different America now, but. Back to your point, Karen, the reason that I vote on a Republican basis is because I live in an area. I own property. I like my taxes low. Um, that's, why I'm a, that's why I'm registered. Presidential election, in my opinion, never affected me until this moment, in my opinion. But no, but your local elections always affected you. If you worry about your property taxes and all that shit, that's right there in your local district. All that is like there's a local thing. That's not the federal government. But exactly, but there, but the question was why I vote Republican, and why I vote Republican is because on a on a on a yeah. local level, right. it it affects me. But on a on a federal level, it's I, I I could care less. But this election, I actually care. Well, Doug, John, uh, I, I'm I hate to break. You are voting for a Republican for president, like that. Technically, yes, I am. <laughs> the, the co-author of the crime bill. You no, know, you're voting for Trump. Trump. Don't try to make it a uh, some random dude. Like, you voting <laughs> for Donald J. Trump? Melania is not voting for him. But Biden is, man. He's doing the bare minimum. He's running on just not being Trump. And like, I think it's dumb to like you have to commit your vote to him. Right no, away. no, no, but Biden, he came out with his own policy. He came out with policies before Trump even mentioned anything. He came out with his first 100 days already, what he's going to do. He came out with shit already because he know he's going to do exactly opposite of what Trump does. He's not oh, just well, saying yeah, about he Trump. He's he actually acting like, yeah. he's acting like he's not Trump. Because I mean, he's, he's coming out, out with actual policies. Out. He said some shit that would be like the bare minimum that you'd expect from a president during a pan yeah. pandemic. I think that and we're that so we're so shook and we've been so skewed. Like just like the pandemic's the new normal, Trump's become the new normal. And so now when someone does just the normal thing that a president does, we're like, you're barely working. Yeah, exactly. like, that's actually exactly. what he's supposed exactly. to do. That's what I hate about Joe Biden. Pass Medicare for all, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> Why? But it would be Why? better if you won. But it would be better if you won. It would be better if you Medicare, take out the word 65. I'm a very big firm believer in that. Wait, what, John? What'd you say? John, we can't hear you at What'd all. What'd you say? You want me to... Turn your trees down. <laughs> which, which show are you booking me on? Which show? <laughs> Can you you hear said me you now? offer Medicare, but take off 65? Yeah, take out the word 65. Why? Because when you take out the word 65, if you read the Medicare law, it means that everybody can get health care. Oh, so you're saying it's just take the age off of it. Just take the age off of it. Yeah, but that's going to cost trillions of dollars. That taking 65 off, like, how, so how do we, it is so a good we'd be like how Canada. do we keep it up? Let's, uh, let's end the endless wars. Huh? Let's uh, stop giving cops tanks to monitor schools. 
That's I agree. fine. But we, we, as have, a country, we have the money for it. We, we definitely have the money what? for it. We're not broke. We have the money for we all of them. We, we can do it, we can do it tw- we, 15 times over. We are a war option country. Like, even if we're not at war, we want the option to be at war. We're like, what if we're in an expensive fucking war? Who's going to pay yeah. for that? We need, we always, that's why people are afraid of us and why we can flex so hard because we have a war option always. Who are you like, referring to? Those losers? You're referring to those losers and <laughs> nobodies who died in the war like the president called them? <laughs> Call them losers. <laughs> that's who you're referring to? He, he ain't giving them the money either. The long-running line was always that Democrats. John, lean forward. Lean forward to your mic. Democrats. It's hard to hear what you're saying when you're in person. So you really got to try. They say that Democrats want a small military, but send it everywhere. And Republicans want a big army. They don't want a small military. They don't want any military. Is that what you're no, saying? No, we do want military. No, the Democrats, Democrats want vote, military. The Democrats actively, actively fund the military for Trump while they pretend they're resisting. True. Yeah, nobody's True. taking money away from the military. That's a fact. That's a fact. Everyone likes to flex. Part John, of I know you wanted to feel like you were being... Flex. Yeah, yeah. ain't like the Republicans giving the military money and Democrats taking money away. They all give the military money, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, one unit that always district. gets their loot. They always get their money. It's, it's up to your federal, uh, your, 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 federal uh, your, your, your representatives and your senators that want big contracts for, for yeah, more look, spending. This is some hey. true nerd shit. Just burn it down. <laughs> burn it down, huh? Eh? Yeah, y'all, y'all have fun taking your pools and budgeting. Go, go do something meaningful. Break a fucking window. Jesus. Now you sound like the Black Panthers. Now look at hey, you. You hate the Fed, John? Abandon the Republicans. Become an anarchist. It rules. I'm against violence. I, I will not personally do violence or anything like that. But, but you, you will clap when you see it? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. As long as it's not against a person. As long as it's not against a person. So dogs are fine? You're going to kick a police dog in the nuts? And what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, no, dogs are, no, dogs are cool. You can't hurt a dog. So no dogs, no people. So cats, you're gonna put firecrackers in no their ass. No beings. Nothing sentient. <laughs> Nothing sentient. Okay. Can you cut and down I'm a not, couple trees? I'm not out here burning down an empty building, but I do think that burning down an empty building counts as peaceful protest. Because it's I agree uh, empty. With that. I agree with that. Stop it right now. You agree? No, John, you don't agree. You don't. You don't. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Do you? I think Burn I do. Darren, Darren, you look like you're making a homemade music video on the mall. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Roscoe said it again. Uh, <laughs> no one's no one's safe. Why did I agree to this? <laughs> um, Why was burning something sent, to oh, be oh, Eli? You got a Zoom link. Eli. I was sabotaged on my way over here. Yeah, yeah she so, gave him the wrong link. The, the Google something. <laughs> Why <laughs> would burning something to the ground be considered peaceful? What is that? Why? Because it ain't. Uh, Listen, first of all, people act like riot, rioting and burning shit is not a part of American history. What the fuck do you think the Tea Party? What do you think the Tea Party was? What do you think that was? And they they burnt fucking British ships with tea in it, burnt it and stole and looted the fucking ships. And by by the way, they dressed up as Native Americans when they did it. They dressed up as Native Americans when they did it. So it ain't like they were just being bold and brave and took a risk. They was trying to throw the blame for the Tea Party on the natives. (laughs) But now it's a part of American history. Like they were so heroic the way they looted and burned ships. 
Yeah. They were heroic. So it's only better motherfuckers who write history is what's good and what's bad. But they didn't call it peaceful. I'm not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people calling peaceful, calling burning shit or looting shit peaceful protests. It's not. Let's just call it what it is. You can be scared for it, but it's not peaceful. Peaceful is not burning. Peaceful is usually getting your ass whooped or hosed down by the cops or dog sicked on you. Right. I don't agree. Oh, with it's the only language. peaceful one side. The other side, always violent. Yeah, fine. That's it. I don't. I don't agree with the language of trying to trying to call some of them peaceful and some of them not. That's just a way for them to get control. So I'm just using the language they do because I think the I think it's all legitimate protest. And if you're coming at me with this bullshit, oh, this is peaceful, this isn't. I'm just gonna say all the protest is peaceful because I think it's all legit if you're not hurting anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Because a property but, gets damaged. We can learn from how this country started with the fucking tea. But property, the damage, tea party. property tea party. damage is hurting people. It is hurting people. Who, yeah. not, they're not damaging, they're not damaging fucking, you know, some like, you know, I don't know, Apple or whatever. It's all mom and pop stores that can't afford the security or like can't afford uh, the CVS property. Ain't store. A mom and pop store. The way Reed ain't a mom and pop store. They're mostly targeting the big businesses. And though, think, yeah. the mom and pop, I first I of all, the mom is not a mom and pop store. They're probably assholes too. Just because we're used to this, like, small business mom and pop, these are just the, the shitty exploiters on this level. Yeah. Some of these and mom also, and pops didn't allow black I, I would say, I would agree with you, Karen. I think that you should go after the big businesses as opposed to the small businesses. But what does that prove? This is what I'm saying. If you're protesting racial sends a injustice. Message. If, sends but, a but, message. But hold on, hold on, wait, 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 shut up, shut up, shut up. If you're protesting racial injustice by looting a CVS, tell me how that makes your point on a larger scale. Why should anyone take you seriously? What are you gonna fucking, you know, loot the receipts out of the thing and be like, I did it, it's racial justice now. Like, how, how does it's that It's pushback. It's why when people get frustrated, sometimes you get angry and you wanna fucking destroy what you think controls you. So some of these same CVS's been CVS knocking mom and pop shops, been knocking mom and pop shops out of business way before any protest. You understand also, that? You understand yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. I don't I know if that's exactly yeah. making your point that black people and white people should be treated the same. I mean, I think no, the no, point, but that's the, but the whole thing is a global, bit. but it's more, it's bigger than just black and white yeah. like that. It's, it's a fucking global takeover of peoples. It's like when CVS can do this to every mom and pop in 18 nations, you got a problem with that. When the Best Buy can do that to every fucking mom and pop TV shop in 18 countries, so it's a global what, takeover. Why, and that's why motherfuckers is fighting global you shit. Forget about the why civil unrest. I mean, we were, we're talking about America right now, but there's civil unrest and protests constantly across this world. I mean, the Philippines is a perfect example of it. They do the same thing. Yes, they burn down the buildings of, you know, that are, that, um, you know, the big, the big businesses, but they also burn down, you know, a mom and pop shop. It happens. It gets. It happens. I want to say. I want to use this word, but it's. I, I it. use this word, but it's collateral damage. One of yeah. the biggest. One of the biggest signs that sent was when when they burned down that police station. I thought that was a perfect example of what needs to happen during a yeah. protest. Completely different, completely different, because that is sending a message to power. CVS, I'm so sorry. Yeah. CVS does not enslave you. I'm sorry. Well, who do you think this power comes down. from? Follow the I money. Know, if you want to know power, follow the money. All, all these big them. businesses give to fucking campaigns yeah, fuck on both sides. Follow them. They're part of it. They know what they're doing. They know what to do to get zoning, and they do it on a local level with your congressmen, your assemblymen, your motherfucking everybody who's local in your government is in bed with the same company. That you're right. Also, so why do something that lets people dismiss you out of hand, right? It's like even speaking up, 
people with a fucking dismissal out of hand for speaking up at all. When he kneeled, they look at the basketball people. player. Shut up and dribble. So it's the same as as they told LeBron. LeBron no, James. No, it's not. Look, yeah, LeBron is not out burning. Freaked out equally when Colin Kaepernick took a knee. Yeah, they told him to also, shut up and play football, news, and he did nothing but get to the knee. The news stopped reporting the peaceful protests, so now people forget it. They want it in the public conscious and shit to do that. I'm fine. Listen, Kaepernick also, like you can't, took the, – The thing it seems like we're fighting is that fucking cop that was kneeling on that – that fucking pig that was kneeling on the dude's neck. Like, the, the fucking immunity he felt in his eyes, you can't Agreed. legislate that away. You're right. This is, the You're fucking, right. this is an arm wrestling match, and they've reduced us to smashing shit. Yes, and you worried about property, no but wait, who's alive? It's lives being lost. It's lives being lost. I see more people upset about fucking property being destroyed. Yeah, the more they get upset easily, about it, the more lives being lost. The more people get upset about the property damage, the more you should do it to show them this doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter. It's like yeah. that little girl lost her, 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 her father. And watch them die. We all watch them die on TV. I think most people agree with you, Karen, by the way. I do think, I know I'm in the yeah. not popular. No, position. I agree. If, yeah. I, no, I, but I just want to say that I hear you and I do totally get the point. I get it. You're like, the, the message isn't strong enough. We have to do something extreme. I get it. But what happens when you break shit unlawfully is that people get to tell you to go fuck yourself and they don't even have to listen to you because and now you're listen. doing something. And by the way, the collateral damage comes right back around to you. You're talking about these big corporations that have everybody by the throat. Who, who do you think is ultimately going to pay for that? Not them? No, that's going to come right back around to us. There's a sounds better like way a, of doing it. It sounds like a, a trash system that should be destroyed. So yeah, burn it down. They that sounds now. like they poverty. Are, they are I got to say, whenever somebody says burn the system to the ground, I'm like, oh, you have no stake in it you don't own property I'm oh, yes, I, do. You. I, got I, do. I got a lot of i'm not talking to you Eli, specifically but it just sounds like poor people talk and like childish. don't be all poor and be like i have nothing to lose here so everybody should lose everything no. have a little fucking have, have that's not that's, that's not what they say when they burn it down what we want to burn down is the fucking injustice the inequality in the system that trickles to everybody. It's like the motherfuckers uh, benefit from it and they don't want to realize they do. And motherfuckers are getting a fucking neck choked every day by it. it so it's like, great. that's what you want to burn down. It's like black people yeah. who got, listen, who own property, own got kids in the system. It's like, yeah, and we still want to burn down this systematic fucking racist shit that's because fine, we need to start better. We need to do better. Man. It's a force of nature that they created. We need to do better. Gotta clean this fucking clean out our fucking emotional house as a country, man. John, it's like there's a lot of leftover shit here. <laughs> and then a lot of people who've been here burning shit, been here for generations. Then just get here one generation ago. How are you gonna clean, clean up one generation your emotional house when, by burning down an actual house? That doesn't make any sense. Yes, Did because you, you gotta let this to no, it? this energy gotta come out. If you feel powerless, you do what you gotta do to feel like you got some power, that you can get some attention. That's what you do. That's what you gotta do. Hey, John. And it's like, you got to understand these people who've been burned, these people been here long before you ever came to America or your peoples. You, you, a lot of people who talking shit is a generation in or two generations in. My grandfather's 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 grandfather, grandfather's been here, nigga, going through the same shit we fighting. So oh, that's why it's hilarious when motherfuckers will come in the 1900s trying to tell us how America works. You don't know. We've been here longer than you, man. We've been taking more of an ass women than all of y'all. Period. John. And it's like these new motherfuckers to the ship like this. Why can't you just do this? It's like, man, you don't understand that even our ass whooping is the reason why you got here mm -hmm. and wanted to come here. The John. whooping we took. John. Yeah. 
If you keep booking me, I'll make sure that they don't smash Stand Up New York's window. I already put stuff up in the window. We're all oh, buddy, buddy, buddy. You're you're <laughs> you're dealing with up the windows. Here. So just keep booking me, buddy. That's all I'm gonna say. I see the uh, fat black, okay. the fat black, uh, the fat black pussy cat. I got everything all wooded up too. They got everything. Yeah, I mean, dude, up. it's. Uh, Let's talk about something fun, guys. That we're where we all get along and smile. Oh, well, we all get along. This is getting along. This, this race is race war. Getting getting along. Along. Yeah, this sounds like a regular night at the bar, actually. You got to burn it down, baby. You know what? I'm based, I, that was so good. It was better than sex. I'm going to smoke a cigarette. Smoke it. Get it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like, mean, we got a crossroads as a nation. We can deal with it or not, but we are. We are. Either we're going to be more divided or we're going to be more united. And that's as simple as that. Listen, I, I get the I, I get the anarchist take. And everybody, it's like all these nations around the world know that that's America's open womb. Race. They know it. That's oh, why Russia exploits it. That's why China again. exploits it. What? Because there they know that's something to... we never dealt with. We oh, put a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. Is there, is there a way to work one at a time? Oh, my God. What's that, Eli? Oh, I was just asking Sherrod if there was a country that he actually would be like, if they're, they, they hate America, he'd be like, oh, that sucks. Okay. Uh, if a country hated us? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, fuck all those countries who hate us. I mean, we, <laughs> they got their own problems, too. It's like they can always try to be like this. Is there anything, one particular like, one that, like, hurts your feelings? Like, oh, I wanted Cuba to like us. <laughs> like, uh, like one that uh, hurt my feelings that they not like this or they would be like this? Yeah. <laughs> you said yes to both things. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> John, seriously, though, keep booking me, dude. <laughs> Are <laughs> oh, you doing? I think you I was doing show Saturday. Hamburgers at the picnic yesterday. Wait a minute, John. What did you uh, say, John? Uh, Eli ate four hamburgers at the picnic, two pieces of sub. <laughs> like, are you getting fed, my boy? Like, what's going on over there? Like, I know you don't like money and you don't like the system, but uh, bro. Yeah, He's look, like some, there are some nerds out here telling me I can't loot shit, so I'm dependent <laughs> on the comic book to make me uh, hamburgers. So I'm just eating hamburgers and filling out pools all day. Oh, my God. Sherrod, you would have loved it. Working within the system it. so that me I can get my me, privilege. Eli and I were, uh, were, were being white trash. We were putting mayonnaise up on the burgers and everything, throwing them up on the grill. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, Wait, where was that? Where were, where were you guys? Prospect. Alley. Prospect Park. Prospect Park. Yeah. And did you do a show out there? How was the did, was the show? We did a show afterwards, but I had to go. I had to go back to, you know, I can't stay in Brooklyn too long, so I had That's to go right. back. To, court ordered. Court ordered. Not allowed. In, uh, but I, I went back to the Upper West Side. But Eli, you had a show at McCarran, right? Yeah, dude. I How's crushed. And everyone, I crushed, and everyone else sucked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they were great. There was this fucking couple. This like this, the most gorgeous couple I've ever seen. Practically just dry fucking on a blanket in the in the audience, though. Smoking cigarettes while they just kind of dry humped. Oh, really during the show? Yeah. Oh, See those yeah. outdoor shows, anything can happen. How have they been going, though, John? How's the outdoor shows going in the park? Bro, we've been doing it. Dude, I call me the park king, bro. Like, we're doing so many shows. Karen's been on I shows. I call you the park king. <laughs> no one can call you the Nobody. park king. We're all Not going to happen. <laughs> Not going to happen. God damn it. Too much. I, I can tried to start it. Who wants to be called the park king? <laughs> They've been good, though. They've been really good. I mean, listen, uh, you know, James pissed off the world with that, with that oh. article that he wrote. Oh, about New, New York's dead? Yep, and then Jerry Seinfeld chimed stung in. Stung him, stung him, yeah. Right, and then, and he then back. Fucking, but then like three days later, uh, Jason Zinneman wrote an amazing piece on us 
and the New York Times. So it was like a back and forth. I'll be honest with you. Uh, this is a statement from the club. We love James to death, but we think he's absolutely wrong. You know, we see the joy and the, the amazement in everyone's eyes. Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm doing this on this fucking show. Um, <laughs> no, but you, listen, you know how it goes. You've had James on this show as well. I mean, the yeah, guy. Yeah, James is a big friend, uh, friend of the show. Race was, he's on all the time. Yeah, he caused a shot in the dark, and guess what? It hit a couple things. He and- did what he had to do as a journalist, man. What you want to do is have motherfuckers talking about your piece, and everybody was talking about his piece, and it got Jerry's attention, and then it got a, it became a bigger piece. So I think James yeah. did his job. It as turned a- into a piece that like has literally 30 to 40 people at every single show on a Monday or Tuesday. Like I had more people at Cedar Hill, I think, than I have on a two than like on a on a Friday night at the club. It was amazing. Ten percent. I was there yesterday, literally Cedar Hill on a Tuesday, and it was lit. <laughs> the club, <laughs> the club. It was. It was. These shows have such a. The club's fine, but these shows have like such a special energy. It was like it yeah. was really nice. And honestly, McCarran's been popping. That I've you know what's the number one thing is that these shows they're free. You sons of bitches. <laughs> That's why they no pop it off. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky you're pay some money. Hey, you motherfuckers. Savage. But I'm just saying, no, we're having a fun time doing it. We're going to keep on doing it till like whenever it gets cold. We got plans to move uh, to another location uh, when it gets a little bit colder here. Oh, do that um, shit in the snow, dude. That'd be awesome. I mean, I would love to do a little like, like, like oil barrel bonfire and then like have people huddle around it, you know, like by the Christmas trees. They have shows like that in Aspen during a comedy festival. Listen, so, but what do you think about this, uh, the the restaurants being able to open at the end of the month? Yo, 25% is dope, but I hold 125 people. Uh, September 30th, September 30th, you can start doing indoor dining. And I think that's going to go hand in hand with indoor performances. For our, for our industry, the SLA, which is the state liquor authority currently has a clause in there that says that comedy is not allowed in anything that has a uh, has a liquor license, they can have ambient music, but they can't have any comedy. But That's that was the- earlier. That was earlier. But now with the September thirtieth uh, decision that they open indoor dining, I'm sure that's. Go- I already spoke to some of the people at the Blue Note, and I think Perfect. that's going to include indoor performance. Perfect. Perfect. But that means that I'm at 20 people at my club or yeah. 30 people at my club. The stand is going to be at 25 people at their yeah. club. I the seller's going to have maybe 20 people at the main club, but you can put at least 50 or so at the pussy uh, the underground. Plus, here's the thing. I once they do 20... I just care about me. <laughs> I know. But once you do 25%, I don't think it's only going to be a week or two later before they do 50%. Unless there's a spike. And, and you know what? Unless what there's a spike. Is, what this has showed us all is that we don't know where it's going to go. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I follow the weather on a daily basis to make sure that we can have shows. And now I'm going to be following trajectories and these J curves uh, of, of, of spikes in, uh, uh, in coronavirus. You I know, said stand up, stand up is the new baseball because you can get delayed by fucking weather now. You can have rain delay. Yeah, because every, no one cares about it. That's why it's the new baseball. That's right. <laughs> John, well, because that's Dominican's cool. taking it over. I'm still going to be performing in parks, though. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you're also going to be living in parks. <laughs> hey, hey, that's why they call me the Park King. They call me the Park King. Because I'm homeless. <laughs> you were there before the show start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are we recording yet, by the way? The whole thing's nope. been recorded, babe. <laughs> this is all rehearsal. <laughs> John. So I think I think we're going to be back though. I think we're going to be back indoors. Definitely, if, uh, if the we'll restaurant is thirtieth, we'll I'm thinking 
first week in October, second week in October, you'll have stand-up at some capacity inside. Mm -hmm. uh, I spoke to the guys at the stand, too, the, uh, Paul and uh, Patrick, and they, yeah, everybody's looking forward. Even at 25%, you can still get people in. For sure. And you're going to have, you know, you can still have the outdoor dining and shit going on, too. Plus, you can have the indoor performance. October 31st. What's that? Outdoor dining is done October 31st. I, I'm hearing different, though. I heard that they uh, they extended it. What? <gasps> I heard, I heard they extended it. October 31st. Here's the thing, you know, like, listen, we also have I heard to remember it's going to open at 25%, but who knows if people are going to want to show up. Yeah, people are definitely still going to. Yeah, they're going to be apprehensive about coming inside. You definitely know that. But then you'll have the diehard people who just want to come. I think there's enough people. There's at least enough segment of the population to fill in whatever. Wait, outdoor dining ending is a good thing, right, Karen? Or am I wrong about that? I think, well, here's no. the thing. We, because I think it's we a bad don't thing. have capacity because if 25% is so little. And yeah, people, so five. remember before the before times, how long it would take to like get a decent table or whatever. It's going to be four plus times that like a quarter of the people have the jobs that they had before. And if it's outdoor, indoor, in addition to being outdoor, then like people have jobs, more people have jobs. Cutting outdoor is going to cut jobs. So it's going to yeah. be even less than people have so, now. Okay, I'm hearing so rumors that it's going to go past saying, November. You're sick. And so I, I heard, I got heard rumors that it's going to go into next year, actually. Wow. Okay. They should wait until the last possible moment. They should let people do heat lamps and stuff. They should wait, like, really so that people, New York can be, like, kind of as normal as possible while still doing corona. Because yeah. otherwise, people are going to be devastated. Like, the bottom of the pyramid, like, the actors, the, like, all the people that, like, the bartenders, the waiters, all of that. The, Everybody the, carrying dates. Folk, <laughs> like, all the bodies that carry New York um, are going to be devastated. So you're saying that you're saying that if people are allowed to eat outside, it'll be easier for protesters to harass them. That's a great idea. I agree with you. Good call. Good call. Good call. I'm, I'm I yell, "This is your fight too!" As I walk by them. <laughs> First of all, Karen, if you need a, if you need a reservation at any table, you can just always ask Sherrod or I to make a call for you. That's fine. Get you a reservation wherever you'd like. I got you. Um, but um, did you see that story of the protesters that went in, uh, in front of these uh, an outdoor dining and like grabbed the dude's beer and started chugging it and was smashing glasses? That oh, ain't boy. protesters. Yeah, That's when, just assholes. When are, <laughs> when are the visiting hours for these poor, poor customers that literally <laughs> nothing bad can happen to? The whole, I, I tweet about this. The whole country, the whole country collectively shit on Karen's and then started crying like little bitches when some outdoor dining experiences were spoiled. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Yo, did you John, see John, I haven't gotten the email list yet. I haven't gotten the email for next week's shows. Did you forget to send it to me? <laughs> Commit to the bit, Eli. Um, I need to be outdoors. I need vitamin D, dog. Just book yeah, me so I get vitamin D. Um... <laughs> He's looking real pasty. He's right about that. I can see his bone marrow through that flimsy <laughs> skin. <laughs> his skin is like the wings of a fly, and I can see right through. <laughs> uh, that's the best way I've heard that shit described. <laughs> I'm joking. Race wars rules. I want race wars back. <laughs> oh, God. I want outdoor race wars. Outdoor race wars. We had that a couple We're times. We have an outdoor race war. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's happening right now. It's currently happening all across the country, an outdoor race war. 
Ah, uh, that's the show's name right for, for these times. You're prophetic, dude. That was pretty, uh, yeah, pretty prescient. Yeah. So I'm coming, man. I can feel it. I'm like this. Uh, race war. <laughs> What's that hat, Sherrod? I can't tell because of the... LB, um, Long Beach. Oh, nice, dude. What's Long Beach hat? hat. Oh, John, John, what's your hat? Uh, you know I'm repping the brand, baby. Oh, cool. Can you book me on one of those soon? <laughs> <laughs> Let me call yes. Kyle to put you on shows. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, I think we're going to be back in business before, uh, as long as we up by, you know, Thanksgiving-ish, uh, the busiest week of the year between Christmas and New Year's Eve. You got to think about times like that where it's like really popping off for of shows, man. That's when you sure, really but be. what is most of our demographic for that? It's mostly tourists. Like we don't want to tourists, so they got to be coming in. I don't know, man. I don't in. know. Some are coming. You know what it's going to feel like the first couple of days? It's going to feel like a Jewish holiday. <laughs> you know when you go to a club, be like this. What the fuck happened in here? Why is it so empty? Oh, the Jews are doing Jew stuff. <laughs> so it's like a little light. How fitting is that that indoor dining is coming back like real, literally right after the Jewish holidays, actually, which is great. Um, so I think it's a, it's a brand new year. For, it's, it's a brand new year. It's a brand new uh, start for the service industry. So I'm pretty excited. I mean, I have my apprehensions, obviously, as you know, I mean, listen, I know you've talked to the other people at the other clubs. I've talked to them as well. And there's that there's that apprehension of what are we going to do? But the thing um, is, with stand-up, too, with stand-up New York, you guys don't have a kitchen, so they might uh, treat y'all like a bar, and then you won't be able to open on the 30th. Sure, there could be but that. But you got to well. have, I spoke to Tommy at, uh, Tom E. at a Comic Strip, too, and he uh, he reminded me that they don't have a kitchen. I was like, oh, y'all might be on the bar list then. Yeah, I mean, I'll put on, I'll put a fucking microwave downstairs. Yeah, put a hot plate or something in that motherfucker and get that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because that might make a that might make a difference between a month or two or three. But you know what I'm so saying? I'm opening. I think Eli, weren't you saying it yesterday? You said that um, it's so crazy that uh, the West Coast has all these you know can do these outdoor shows and can do outdoor dining, but they were like the last ones to kind of do it. I mean, I have no idea what's going on over there. I know Gino just went out to. Uh, they didn't I, shut down to June. Remember, the LA didn't shut down to June. <laughs> but they've been allowed to do like the same stuff that we're allowed to do. These out. I mean, people have gotten really just. Uh, they just we've just mutated and we've done yeah. we've done some awesome things. You know, yeah. I mean, just the to go drinks are so fucking cool. Sherrod, you're on your bike all the time, dude. How packed are the parks more than ever? Do you know what the I mean? The parks are packed. People are out there definitely in the parks when I'm out there. Even when I was in uh, uh, uh Sag Harbor and shit like that, people were outside. Yeah. You know, but people were distancing. They were definitely wearing masks. Everybody had a mask. Everybody had their mask. But yeah, people were definitely getting out the house because the weather's nice and you get cabin fever and you want to you want to be out and get some fucking nature in you. But it's going to be even rougher if we got to be in the house during this winter fucking situation. We'll see. And it's down. Because that gets just sad. It gets dark early. What's that? I was just saying, speaking of the winter, Eli, are you taking bookings for the winter? <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be sad when it's getting dark at fucking five o'clock. And then you're like, ah, oh, fuck. And I got to wear a mask, can't go out. Night. It was dark as hell. You were playing last night, and it was like it was dusk. I think Mark yeah, Norman went was, on. It was absolutely beautiful. I have to say, it was like completely workable. We'll fucking figure it out. Like we have this entire time. If yeah. we have to have a little heat lamp thing or a little light in the tree or whatever, who cares? No big deal. We'll just do it. We'll just do it. It's not like honestly, these are solvable problems. And people here, like what I've loved about New York, even if you go out now, 
New York is pretty much okay, but people are wearing masks. Like people that you didn't think would care about wearing a mask are like fully masked up. Like yeah. it touches I my see heart. so many homeless people with masks on. <laughs> and like people who kind of don't have, like honestly, it's New York, so people aren't really gonna, you can wear a mask or not wear a mask and like people might give you a weird look, but they're just gonna let you just mind your own business. But everyone's like doing it. Like, doesn't it make your heart happy? Everyone's doing it. Like everyone well, cares. Yes. When you see homeless people with a mask on, he ain't got a house, but he got a mask and he's kind <laughs> it's like, holy shit, good for you, man. When you, I mean, if I was homeless, I'd be like this, man, fuck off. <laughs> but they even participated in it. So it's like, you know, that's a fucking good sign. That yeah, everybody right. in this it's, city. The mask is a share. It's it's like I mean we're we're coming up the anniversary right now, but like it's like when people used to wear American flag pins. You know what I mean during nine eleven. That was the terrorists. They're gonna try to act like they wasn't terrorists. Yeah, yeah, John. <laughs> I remember John, every every this is uh, a terrible comparison, John. What are you talking about? Every cab driver's <laughs> cab. Every cab in New York has so many American flags in it, nigga. You thought it was Steve Evil Knievel driving the cab. <laughs> <laughs> It looked like he was about to make a jump a canyon, motherfucker. Everyone was in, dude. I remember that shit happening. Yeah. It's like, how many flags do you need in one cab, dum dum? What are you, Super City, Dave Osborne? Everyone was wearing, uh, had their American flags out in New York City too during all that. Yeah. We had our, yeah. I was a child. I was in school. We had our in Alabama. We had we had our American flag out. Here's my mask. Is it? No, there wait, you, you can't see it. Yeah. Oh, love it. Uh, uh, I got the one the president be wearing. <laughs> yeah. I got, I have one with a, I have one with a different American flag on it, but you know, same type of deal. That's I like how uh, John's uh, uh, screen froze like it was I'm a Dateline photo. Like what happened? <laughs> oh, I thought he was just paying very close attention. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like the second dude accused in a murder on a Dateline episode. <laughs> He could probably, could John, can you hear us? Yeah, now I can. I'm back. There you go. <laughs> he likes suspect number two, nigga, with Keith Morrison doing a narration. <laughs> Dateline murder looking motherfucker. <laughs> oh, shit. This is a good episode. I like hey, you guys. guys. What a good epi. It's good up. I'm about to go get some beers and shit. Enjoy some sports. Ah, yeah. you're making my face all pink, Karen. Get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, there we go, Sherrod. Now no pink. Now I'm a man again. There you go. Welcome back. We missed you. <laughs> you got some pluggy plugs? You want to plug some stuff that's coming up? Are we done already? We done already, baby. Oh, that sucks. You it missed it. It flies by when you're having fun. Eli, what are your pluggies? Pink again. Uh, more to some plugs. Pete Lee shirt. Eli Sayers, E-L-I-S-A-I-R-S on Twitter. I'm an annoying lefty on there, just a heads up. Instagram, same uh, E-L-I-S-A-I-R-S. Listen to my podcast, The Roast Ghost. Oh, an episode with Karen will be released soon. Uh, it was a great, fun, fun app. Wasn't it? Uh, yeah, uh, I'll also be on... John John will uh, do the plugs for my park shows. Okay. He, knows <laughs> he hasn't told me yet, but John... Go ahead and do my park show plug. <laughs> Go ahead, Johnny. Uh, you can catch Eli Saris over at McCarran Park uh, coming up this week and next week at Prospect Park and potentially making his way over to Manhattan. Um, we are so excited to have him. He'll be doing a full 60 minutes, actually. Ah. So thank you so much for uh, uh, <laughs> <Good> <laughs> to uh, us. We do appreciate it. Uh, but, yeah, follow up uh, all the clubs, Stand Up NY. Guys, if you're in the New York City area, Go check out a show. Sherrod, check out a show. 
I'm coming through. Uh, <laughs> Karen and Eli are on the shows all the time. We love having you. Uh, you can follow me at Borromeo, B-O-R-E-A-M-A-Y-O. Uh, guys, I miss you so much. I love you to death. I love all of you so, so much. Um, also, I haven't been on in a while, but fucking love you, Vic Henley. Oh, yeah, Vic. Yeah, you know, we love miss Vic uh, tremendously. I miss Vic every day. Karen? Um, follow me, or you don't have to, but it's Karen Margolis, K-E-R-E-N-M-A-R-G-O-L-I-S on everything. Um, check us out on YouTube. Check out Two Black Guys with Good Credit. Now I am, I am a Black Guy with Good Credit. <laughs> and check out Nerdgasm on Compound Media. And check me out at The Park, where I do these awesome shows with Stand Up New York. I'll repost it on my Instagram and on my stories. And if you DM me, I'll let you know when I'm around. Dope. Dope. Uh, yeah, that's a great episode. Make sure you check out Small Ball on Apple Music and Spotify Comedy Podcast. I do through Embassy Row. Small Ball got new episodes every week. And then Race Wars, you know, you got to catch this. You know, go check out some classic episodes because we got new and classics on Patreon.com slash Race Wars. Go and check them out. Check some of your favorites. Make some new favorites. Can we just record a second episode now? Uh, we can, but we probably won't. We won't. <laughs> I, miss fun? I miss my race wars fam. I even like it when my face is all pink and shit. You don't I like that know. too. You, just, you can just click another view. It's it is a choice. I like it. I just said I like the pink. It is good, right? Salamander. It is pink as a pig. <laughs> pink as a pig. You guys go, stay out of uh, trouble. I gotta go take a dip in the hot tub, so I can't make the next one. So about that, thank you. Guys. And tell your moms I said bye too. Thank you so much. Love you guys. I love you guys. Race Wars. We did it again, guys. We did it again. We'll show them. We'll show this pandemic who's boss, huh? We'll be back telling jokes on stage before you know it. Dad. I was going to blow my head off. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. Bye.